Welcome to Follow the Data. I'm your host, Katherine Oliver. What happens when you put more than 500 city leaders, experts, innovators, and artists from cities around the world in one room? Well, we found out once again at Bloomberg City Lab 2022, the ninth meeting of the preeminent Global Cities Summit organized by Bloomberg Philanthropies in partnership with the Aspen Institute, featuring ideas, innovation, and scalable solutions. Held in Amsterdam in October, it was City Lab's first in-person convening since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Global mayors, prominent city innovators, business leaders, urban experts, artists, and activists tackled how to solve some of the pressing issues facing cities around the world. From leading their communities through pandemic recovery to welcoming refugees from global conflicts to combating climate change, cities are clearly leading the way. Sessions explored the challenges they're facing and successfully addressing across climate, infrastructure, technology, migration, mental health, and much more. A noteworthy conversation took place between James Anderson, who leads the Government Innovation Program at Bloomberg Philanthropies, and Mayor Claudia Scheinbaum-Pardo of Mexico City. In this episode, they discuss how city leaders can lead digital transformations in their municipalities to make sure that everyone has access to the rights they deserve as citizens through digital services, connectivity, and direct access to information or governmental services. We need a local government that leads with agility and responsiveness in the face of our big challenges. That's what we're all here building together. Now, we are beginning to see the next generation of these efforts. It's a shift towards greater complexity, more sustainability, and impact at scale. And that brings me to my recent trip to Mexico City. I spent time meeting Mayor Claudia Scheinbaum at City Hall. She is the first woman uh, to lead the city and probably one of the first mayors, if not the only mayor in the world, to earn a PhD in both energy engineering and physics. She and her team showed me this historic building that has been the seat of government in the city of palaces for more than 500 years. I visited Pepe Marino, who's been with us for the last two days, and his team at the city's digital agency for public innovation, and began to understand the thoughtful integration of policy leadership, engineering, and design capabilities that are at the heart of what they've built and at the heart of what they're doing in this city. But it was at the civil registry office that, that really everything clicked for me. This place is the central repository for vital records, home to the birth certificates, the marriage licenses, the divorce decrees for nearly 10 million people. These are the documents that are essential to the transactions of social, political, and business life. But for so many of the poorest residents of this city, accessing these documents meant skipping a day of work, spending long hours in lines, or paying bribes, requirements that are untenable and unreasonable in any city that values democracy and access. Now, in Mayor Scheinbaum's CDMX, this office will become, is becoming, open and accessible, enabled by digital and connected to the poorest residents across the community through their phones. It's a radical, inclusive, ambitious approach for making public services real in the lives of every single resident in a city that really that needs it. And this is why I'm so pleased to be joined today by Mayor Scheinbaum to talk about her vision and her approach. 
Buenos dias, Mayor Scheinbaum. Uh, I know Buenos it's dias. early. <laughs> it's early there. Welcome to City Lab. Thank you very much uh, for the invitation, and uh, welcome to Mexico City. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see you again. Um, you know, oftentimes at at conferences like these, or when you talk with city leaders, you you hear them talk about a smart cities agenda, a technology agenda. They talk a lot about the solution. I really noticed when you and I met that that is not at all where you start these conversations. Tell us why this agenda has been important to you and 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 what it's grounded in. Yes, thank you very much. Well, since we entered to the government, we say that the city's motto for our government is that we are a city of rights and innovation. Rights mean for us the right for education for everybody, to public health, better environment, access to internet, and a better relation between citizens and government. So we believe that through digital innovation, we can make sure that everyone in Mexico City has access to the rights that they deserve. So digital services must be put to the service especially to the poorest of the city. It's not just an interest to have a better digitalization of every services that the government provide. In many places, digital innovation has been centered around making the most advantaged people for comfortable. In Mexico City, change, we change this model, or at least uh, that's what we want to change. This means using digital to give people access to the rights they have been denied historically. Digital innovation in Mexico City is a way to reduce brutal inequalities of the past. So our objective is to ensure that through connectivity and digital services, everyone in Mexico City have access to the rights they deserve, to connect to the people they love, or to get access to knowledge, or to have access to governmental services. So it's more than putting the government in the service to the people, uh, rather than a thing that government needs to digitalize every permit that they have. Incredibly powerful and an ambitious and, and beautiful vision. So we'll talk in a moment about the breadth and the impact that you're having. Um, but first, you're an engineer. I know you can get into the weeds. How did you lift this ambitious effort off the ground? What were the first steps you took to facilitate this bold agenda? Well, the first thing that we did is to create the Digital Agency for Public Innovation. Uh, you know, many people think that uh, innovation is only uh, a way for private enterprises and that government is not, it's, it's not possible for government to uh, produce innovation. Mm -hmm. So we are convinced that digitalization is a way to empower citizens, and uh, that's why we create this agency. One of the things, just to point out to everyone in the room, as this, this law took effect at the time the mayor went into office, so she worked to get the law passed before she got there, but it consolidates, Mayor, I think a number of agencies that you wanted all to be under one umbrella reporting directly into the mayor. Why was that consolidation and that proximity to the mayor important to you? 
Okay, the first thing is that many regulations uh, happen in any minister of the city. That's very important because you have in one place regulation or, or deregulation, uh, depending on what you want to see. And at the same time, you have digitalization and access to every services that the government gives to the poorest people of the city. So that's the philosophy that where we create the, the agency. Well, we have developed a uh, actually a factory of software with these young people. There are around 40 young people that are working in this uh, agency. We have stopped paying for digital services and we are actually, you know, bringing everything almost for free. We have created a lot of software for inside the government and outside the government and uh, decreasing many, many parameters that we have to do by, by the services that the government provide. So this is not possible if the chief of government is not directly involved in what we're creating and also directly involved with the citizens to see what you're doing is uh, really happening. It, again, it's just worth noting because it is incredibly unusual. Mexico City has a technology factory. They are building their own technology in-house. They are resisting the outsourcing. They are resisting buying products off of the shelf. Mayor, why is that, why is that important to you? It's, it's incredibly unorthodox. Why is that a central part of the, of the reform that you're driving? Okay, I, I would say uh, the driving is one... It's uh, that we know that we have local talent of young people to create it. The second thing is that we use open software, and that's very, very important because you not involve the city in a long-term contract to private enterprises for services, so we develop it. And the other thing is that we save a lot of money, <laughs> almost about probably $150 million doing this. Great. Let's now talk a little bit about some of the impact that you're having. I understand. Let me give you a few of your statistics, and you can tell me if I'm, if I'm off here. They, she started with 90 free Wi-Fi spots in 2019. By the end of this year, there will be 34,000 free Wi-Fi spots, the largest free Wi-Fi network in any city in the world. Your Yave, the single sign-on digital key, has over 65% of Mexico City adults now participating, incredible penetration. You've replaced 40 different apps with a single app uh, to make digital complaints to get COVID results. Mayor, with results like these, where do you go next? Okay, first we have to consolidate everything that we have developed. We are now, as you said, the most connected city in the world. We, have, we are going to end this year with 33,000 free Wi-Fi points. We are connecting every public school. We are connecting 3,500 units housing developed. We have around 15,000 points around the city. And we are now to the poorest part of the city to also give connectivity as a right. Through that, we think that access to internet, it's also a right for the citizens. If you have citizens that only the one that, that can pay have access to internet, then what you're going to do is increase separation, increase inequalities in the city. 
So for us, it's very, very important that people can access uh, to free internet. And also it's free. I mean, they want to do what they want. Uh, we think that people are responsible for their lives. We just want to give them the right to do that. The second thing is that we're working on Yave, as you said, it's the key to the governmental services. So we are going to consolidate Yave. So if you have uh, 18 years old and you are going to have your, your first, you know, connect to the government, uh, what we want is along your life, if you live in Mexico City, you don't have to give any other paper that the government already have. Maybe if you change your address or something like that, but you have your, your small file, save file uh, for every citizens in Mexico City. That's going to be, uh, you know, a huge advantage for the citizens and for the government. So you're going to have a digital connection and probably you're going to end the lines. The other thing that we have driver, digital driver licenses, digital, you know, permit for your car and many other digital services that put the Mexico City in, in another part comparing to other cities, not only in Mexico, but in the world. Who agrees with me that a study trip to Mexico City might be in order? Um, thank you, Mayor. It's really brilliant. I'm going to leave you with one final question. We have a room full of people all committed to making their cities more innovative places and putting values at the center of that work. If you have a single piece of advice for cities that may not be as far along as you, what would that be? Okay, the first thing is that believe in your people. Always, you know, they, they have uh, a key for the future. <laughs> uh, there's always this thing that you have to contract, you know, private enterprises for many, many things. And that's good for some, some services. But believing your young people, that's, you know, the first thing that I could say. The second thing is that don't be afraid to do this. Once you go and uh, believe in, in the people that it's uh, doing all these things, you're going to find a way to connect to your citizens. And this is, you know, the best way that you can do. And the other thing is be connected to your citizens because <laughs> sometimes you think that you solve many, many problems, but you have to be in contact if you really solve them or you're thinking only from your office. <laughs> Wonderful. Gracias, Mayor Scheinbaum. Thank you for joining us. Please give the mayor a warm uh, thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoy this episode of Follow the Data. Many thanks to the mayor of Mexico City, Claudia Scheinbaum Pardo, for joining us. As always, the views of our guests are entirely their own, and Bloomberg Philanthropies hasn't independently verified any of the statements made by this episode's guests. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to Follow the Data. This episode was created by Amy Jun, Jemin Alessio, Erica Gudmundsen, Amanda Mack, Courtney Greenwald, Adam Wolfbrand, Lauren Nolan, and the entire City Lab team. I'm Catherine Oliver. Thanks for listening. Thank you.